Yeah. What's going on, y'all? Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to a new podcast. The Justin Blessed Podcast, new episode. We getting right to it. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Hope y'all feeling good. Hope y'all feeling great today. Rather if you're listening to it in the morning, the afternoon, or at night. If you're listening while it drops or you listen to it a little bit later, I appreciate every single one of y'all, man. Hey, hey, it's just a bless, nothing less. It's just a bless, nothing less. And they know me from east to west. And we bout it, bout it like that's a P. Cause we push your P. Yeah, we keep it player. Yeah, we keep it real. And we keep it honest on this podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. 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 Hey, man. I'm feeling real good today. Feeling real healthy today. I'm feeling, man, just uh, on 10. You feel me? And I hope y'all feeling good as well, man. And if you're not feeling okay, it's okay not to feel okay. But try to shake it off. You feel me? Try to beat that because you are greater than that. You are greater than that that weak vibration or that bad feeling. You feel me? Hey, everything in life. Look at this, right? Every bad day you had in your past, from a young kid to your age that you are right now in this exact day, you have beat every bad day or every bad month or every bad week. Or if the year was trash, even that too. You had good years as well, good days, good weeks. So look at it, man. You get through them. You'll get through them. Definitely, definitely you'll get through them. So just keep that um that positive mind on everything. Hey, make sure y'all follow the podcast, man. Follow me. The podcast is Justin Bless Podcast at Justin Bless underscore. You know what I mean? Like this podcast is just me and you guys are learning with me, growing through life with me. So, hey, man, just follow the podcast, which is a.k.a. Justin Bless underscore on Twitter, Instagram, all them stuff. You feel me? Soon we're going to have the video so y'all able to see this handsome, beautiful face. Yeah. And this great million dollar plus smile, multi million dollar smile. Yeah. So make sure you just hit that follow, man. And also um, rate the podcast five stars and give me a review man you feel me let people know that's the best podcast that ever has been created and joe rogan i'm coming for your neck bruh but in a good way in a good way in a good way not a bad way you know what i mean and it'll be great when we soon be able to collaborate on a podcast that'll be amazing but shoot oh share definitely share the pod to your friends, family, loved ones, strangers, at the store, 
Who else? At school? At work? On the freeway and traffic? <laughs> all that, man. Make sure y'all share, man. Share the love. Share the knowledge. Share all these random topics that your boy talking about. We we all over the place with it, man. In this podcast, man, you can just tell by the title. It's a pretty wild title. <laughs> but it's cool though, man. Like I got a cool story for y'all about the title, man. I know y'all are very interested in that and trying to get to that. But before that, man, let's go to the news report. News report. Wiggle 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 wiggle. Yeah. So yo, with the news that we got, bro, like I said, this ain't no big news thing. This is just Little cool things I like to share with y'all and stuff like that. So it's look like Expedia CEO predicts the busiest travel season ever this summer. And I can see why, because for the most part, not a lot of people have been traveling, right? People travel, but not like crazy. It's still like we in a pandemic. You feel me? But look, there's, we're at the tail end of it. So people aren't going too crazy. But it looks like the travel restrictions are going to be probably 80% loose compared to what it once was. So it's about to be crazy busy. I know I got a couple places I want to travel to, but I ain't leaving the United States. You feel me? Like me and my girl trying to go to four different places. Well, I am. You feel me? I don't know if she's going to rock with me in these four different places. Like, I need to go to four places I have not been to. Other than New York. New York, man, that's that's my favorite. That's my favorite state. So, going there is like, that counts. Because every time I go there, man, the city moves so fast. It's already a different place. Every single year, it's different, you know? And New York, my favorite state. So, New York is definitely on the list. But we got a couple other places to go. And hopefully she's there with me on these travels, man. Because, you know, at the end of the day, man, yeah, I'm in a relationship. And you might be in a relationship as well. Or look at it like this, right? This ain't no disrespect or nothing like that to my girl. Or just anybody at that. Or even, like, for you. At the end of the day, if you want to do something, it's your life to live. Go out there and do it. Getting an invite, that's a beautiful thing. That's great. But always put in your head, in the back of your head, Plan A might be with this person or might be with this group of people. But if you really want to do something, it don't matter what it is. Go out there and do it regardless. Already have the money plan. Already have your plan set up. And if that person comes with you, that's a beautiful thing. That's great. You can share that memory with that person. But regardless, live your life and try to be as happy as possible. Even that's your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband friends colleagues no matter what it is man go out there and do it bro at the end of the day you're just gonna regret it that you didn't do it a great example that i can give y'all is this right here this ain't a travel but this is like something big that happened this is the first time i actually did it for me i was gonna do it regardless but i planned it with a lot of people and i'm pretty sure you ever plan something like a trip or go to a restaurant that newly opened with like a gang of people or something like that whatever that everybody like bells like towards the end, it's not really like a a real legitimate reason. It's just like 
they mismanaged their money or whatever the case might be and they just want to act like nah yeah something came up you know what i mean all that bullshit so anyway so for ufc i was going to i believe it's ufc 262 ufc 263 one of them joints right is um israel adisonia versus marvin victorian um this was in glendale arizona so i got news that this is the first big event i'm thinking in arizona at the time just like the nba bubble was going on and all this other stuff right so i told my brother my nigga my guy my best friend my nigga that's been rocking me for a long time i told this nigga rj i'm like hey bro ufc is coming this town, da da da, this date, blah blah blah. Israel Disonia's gonna fight, and that's like my favorite fighter at the moment. And I know he really likes him, and he was the main event, all this stuff, right? And he was like, Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna tell if so and so want to go and so and so want to go. And back in my mind, I'm like, Nigga, I wasn't trying to go with all them niggas. You feel me? I don't even know them niggas like that. So I, I'm never like a Yo, invite all these niggas. Like, I got to go. Like, I run solo dolo, like, all the time, man. I ain't in the cut like I used to be with a gang of niggas in the trenches like I was, like, in college and high school and all that. I need, like, 20 niggas with me to go to a party. Like, nah, bro. If I'm going to go do something, I'm just going to go and go on and do it. But anyways, he invite those people. I don't really got beef with them or nothing like that. They cool people. Every time I met them, like, they straight. You feel me? It wasn't that he was inviting strangers or whatever. But his mindset on it and my mindset on it was completely different. So anyways, I'm like, whatever. I'm not going to kill the vibe or the party. Y'all want to go. Y'all want to go. It's not no secretive thing. You feel me? Like the um, he man woman hitting club. You feel me? Uh, from little rascals it's not that or anything like that so no secretive thing over here so you can join so anyway so i'm like all right yeah hit them up blah 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 all those people let me know what it is so it gets towards the end also everybody bells out bro every single person i told people too i'm like bro when i go to an event i like to live in that moment like i don't want to put my body there and i don't get the best the best experience so with that being said if i'm taking a trip bro i'm trying to not ball on a budget budget traveling is cool you feel me like you can create some cool memories like that but that's not my style that's not what i think and that's not what my my future life is going to be so i speak and act it in existence it's like I still haven't flied business class or first class, but damn, one of these trips this year, I'm flying first class. Just have that feeling, you feel me? And that feeling, that experience change, might change your mindset to really go and get it. And I know I'm going to go and get it and make it happen. But anyways, back to the story. So I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm going to be in the front 10 rows, bro. I'm not getting no back further than that because if i was gonna do that I might as well just save some money on gas parking and all sorts of things and just buy the um the pay-per-view which is like 75 dollars 
if you're gonna pay more than seventy five dollars, you better if you're if you I just look at it like this, if you're willing to pay more than what it is to order it on TV, cable, or whatever the case might be, bro, you better get your ass up there. I just always feel those things are a waste of money. And then I didn't want to deal with no like I don't feel that kind of view it like that. So I was like, yo, we've been in the top. So at first it was like eight hundred dollars. I mean, yo, tickets are eight hundred dollars. You feel me? This thing was like, damn, man, that's a lot. Blah, 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 this and that. I even told my cousin, too, he's like, oh, man, that's too rich for my blood. I feel little little words like that, little sayings like that is programmed in us as a minority. Like, I'm speaking for us. I don't know what it is, like, in the white household or anything like that. Like, no disrespect. Maybe y'all kind of go through this, but I don't know. But I'm just speaking from my um, experience of living on this earth with my people. And they're saying that little sayings like money burns a hole in your pocket, um, save for a rainy day, just all this other bullshit, man. Like it's like people are surviving, but not truly living. Like they're already dead. They're just waiting for the corpse to be dead. Like their body to be corpse. You know what I mean? That was fire. So that's not me and that's not how I'm trying to live. I see how other people live and I can get that. There's no difference from them and me. But shoot, that's another day. We're going to get a little bit more deeper into that. But yeah, so everybody drops like flies. You feel me? In my mind, I'm kind of thinking like, oh, should I should pull out. I should not go. But then I talked to my cousin Sam about the whole situation. And he gave me a different perspective on it. Like, I already thought like this. I guess I, I guess I need a little extra push. He was like, bro, I went to a Kid Cudi concert by myself. Because Kid Cudi hold a deep place in his time in life when he was going through a depression state of mind. And Kid Cudi helped him through that. So when, when Kid Cudi came to town, there's no way he was missing that. Because it wasn't for other people. It was for him. And I freaking felt that. And he told me, he was like, hey, no matter what it is, bro. If Israel Sonia is your dude more than just fighting, then do it. He's like, we don't feel you're going to regret spending the money. Just go and do it. And I was like, shoot, all right, let's go and get it. Bro, I dropped 1200 on them damn tickets, bro. Because I waited so damn late. Could have been like 800 or stuff like that because I waited so late. I probably was probably like two weeks out or a week out and a half or something like that. And I bought the tickets. If I would have bought it when it was 800, it would have been smooth. But I was letting the other people play in my head. But it was so worth that bread, bro. Like, I don't regret it at all. Like, all the fights was cool. Like, I came early. Like, I was probably like, probably seen like the prelims. Probably like the last two prelims before the um the main card started. And it was fun. Nate Diaz was there. That's that. Shouts to that man, bro. That's man, the crowd went so crazy for him. Brandon Moreno was there. Figgy. That's when they had their second fight. Um Brandon Moreno won that by rear naked choke, I believe, in the second round. Bro, it was crazy when that nigga won. Like bananas. I went bananas too, like for real, because I was so happy for him. His story is beautiful. But it was like so many emotions was in that 
in me at the time. And it was worth the 1200 you feel me? So it was a beautiful thing. I went by myself, and I linked up with this dude. He sat right next to me. He he drove from um, New Mexico for the event. We sat right in the front, like 10, like I said, we're probably like the eighth row or something like that, right where the entrance people are, but we still facing the cage. So whenever they walk, we're like the last people that they saw before like the floor seats. Before that, that's where we were at. So like it was, it was dope and linked up with him. So shout out to my man, Josh, out there in New Mexico. He trains MMA. I forgot what this like his gems called, whatever, but me and him hit each other on Instagram, followed each other, and it was cool to vibe with him. So hey man, so shouts to my mans, bro. Shouts to my mans. Shouts to my mans. I had a great time. So basically that's what that's what I'm saying, man. It's gonna be a crazy busy time and tickets might be stupid. So regardless if you got something planned with somebody or a group of people, still go. Still go. Still go. Don't let them people dictate your life and how you gonna live and nah still go for your friend girlfriend boyfriend husband wife kids i don't know what's going on but still go it's gonna be busy so y'all be prepared for that man it's gonna be a busy travel <sighs> yeah hey shouts to my girl doing one time man shouts to her one time oh man An- on another side of the news man oh this is kind of crazy right here so the gold the gold man I was reading a little bit ahead. The gold man, which is like the Goldman Sachs, you feel me? Like the financial people, right? Behind the big short, which is back in like oh seven, oh eight when the market crashed, there's these people that a group of collective guys that bet against the market. The economy, basically, like the whole economy, never happened before. Because betting against the economy is like you're going against like hundreds upon hundreds of like different businesses, like banks, all sort of things, right? It's kind of like a dumb bet, really, because your percentage of hitting is like very slim, very, very slim. But these guys, they seen it coming, and they bet against it, and sure enough, the market crashed 07, 08, and these niggas got freaking paid, bro. If y'all ain't never seen the movie, I definitely recommend y'all see the movie. Towards the end, that month is sad. Sad as hell. Like, I was too young to really understand, like, what even was going down in 07, 08. But now that I realize, and I'm older, and I understand, like, mortgage and all that other stuff, and car payments and, you know, stuff like that, Man, that motherfucker sad, bro. People was homeless. Like, bro, I'm telling you, the banks came and took the people. People couldn't pay. Like, bro, it was sad in the mug. And it shows it towards the end, the the effects. And the person that, um, well, one of the people that was in that group, like, he, he felt really, really bad getting rich off of people's mistakes. Because it affected a lot of people. But you have a lot of different hedge funds that that definitely um benefited off of it. So, just don't get caught lacking and caught slacking, you feel me? Because it ain't a pretty game out there in the real estate game. Especially like for 
us, right? But anyway, so this guy, well, the, these group of men are back on it, yo. They are really, literally back on it. So y'all be careful. I'm going to try to give y'all a little heads up. So in the news, it's saying that these people are buying houses, right? Because when because when they got all that, the millions upon millions, probably even billions, bro, because they, they got like a hundred plus billion dollars or some crazy number like that. Crazy number. Some of that they invested in different things, but a lot of that they invested back into the market because they knew it would go back up. So they're buying like, they probably buy like a hundred houses at a time, right? Because this shit was so dumb low. Then they'll fix it up or whatever the case is, refinance it, and then, like, go get some more, like, whatever the case is. But anyway, so they on the move, man. So y'all be careful. Let me tell y'all what they doing. They're scooping up these houses because they're pretty they're pretty pricey, right? But it's not, like, super out of reach just yet. But it's getting to that point. It's going to be the have and the have-nots. It's just you're going to be lucky if your parents drop you off a house you know they left behind that for you or your grandma grandpa or like a good friend that you may or you know what i mean it has to be like some type of sort of situation similar to that or you just work your freaking butt off like crazy to go get it but the thing is for the average person you have to be working overtime Every time until you die just to pay the mortgage because this is where the houses are going. And the 3% down is going to go away pretty soon. So y'all be careful out there because these people are buying houses like crazy and they're putting up, man, just dumb numbers up. You feel me? Just for the houses. So let's say the house is for 400000 right? That's how it is in like Arizona. That's like a normal thing. Probably like four seventy five or something like that. I'm not four seventy five, three seventy five. Between like three seventy five and like four hundred. That's like a normal thing now. Man, if you said that back in like ten years ago or something, people be like, What? We ain't buying that, but now you ain't got no choice. So anyways, let's say a house is for sale for four hundred thousand, right? You got like a middle-class family that wants to buy that house but then you got a rich investor or somebody that just has a lot of money they'll just outbid you by a crazy amount they see four hundred thousand they're like oh it's an extra thirty thousand to them but extra thirty thousand to you is damn near your arm arm and leg shoot fifteen hundred k a piece so they'll put 430 you feel me the max that you probably can do is probably like four Oh, five, four, ten max, right? Because your mortgage is going to be up there. So so they'll take that house, buy it, and then they'll just rent it out, that same house. So psychologically, you're like, oh, that was our dream home. It's for rent. And it's a shorter process for me to get in there. So they rent it out to you. But you never owned a home, though. And it's going to be like that soon, especially like in the cities of the major metropolitans. Like nobody's going to be owning houses out here unless it's not passed down your generation or some type of 
situation similar to that. Like, nobody's going to be owning them. And right when something like that happened, you already know investors get come by and scoop it right up. Fix it up a little bit. Put the number up something stupid. Have you rent it out? Because eventually it's just going to be a renting a renting city, renting town, kind of just like, like who owns a home in New York? You Do you feel what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, everybody rents. Who owns a home in L.A.? Everybody rents. is apartments and all that. Even the houses, people just rent the room, share the kitchen. You feel? But the rent just for one room is like two bands, 2500 So that person that owns that house is most likely... One of those people that um got money left behind, played his cards well, or somebody that's an investor, business owner, something like that. So y'all just be very extremely careful doing what y'all do, man. So talking about that. Years ago, I thought to myself, I'm like, bruh. I wasn't young enough to understand the 07, 08 whole effect. But I knew people lost their homes. I knew it was because of the the housing market. And the housing market, in a sense, is probably like the biggest market because it's stability. It's a roof over everybody's head, necessarily. You feel me? So it's very important. So I knew that, but I just didn't know what the hell it was. So when I got older... About, let's try to break it down In 2019 When I was At the lowest of the low When I was going through my whole depression stage After the whole Breakup situation And I was rebuilding Myself and also rebranding myself Make my heart stronger My mind stronger And not to fall for them same red flags That I once did And just become a better person in all aspects of life, I came across a similar, not similar, but I came across a, a epiphany in a way. That, bro, everything, there's always something big that happens like every 10 years. Like, I swear there's always something big that happens like every 10 years. And I'm like, something big is going to happen. And whenever something big do happen, it's always ha- it always affects the market of the housing. But then the housing market always bounced back to a crazy number. Like I stated previously, a $400,000 house in Phoenix, Arizona sounds like, bro, you are stupid because ain't nobody buying that in Phoenix, Arizona 10 years ago. But now four hundred for a house? Cool. So I looked at those two things. I'm just like, bruh. Then even before that, like 01, like 1998 or something, something else happened. Same thing with the housing. It always affects it. And I'm like, oh, so something's about to happen. Because it's creeping up, right? Because it ha- if it happened in 08 and it started to recoup and you know what I mean, oh, 09, 10, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Something's bound to happen very, very soon. Because damn near, it's past 10 years. 
because it always happened between 10 and 12 years or something happens there at the end of a decade. Might be a little bit sooner, might be a little bit later, but around that, it's going to be like something happened. And I, I caught it, caught wind. I'm like, yo. So I was telling people that like, I think they're cool and all that, just letting them just think, just letting them niggas know, like, hey, bro, something happening. So if you're going to buy a house, buy a house now because it's going to be super out of reach. Because even at the time before the whole pandemic happened, the housing was kind of damn expensive. But you weren't, but was it like heavy? Um, it was more supply than demand at the time. So I'm like, Something gonna happen. I'm telling people at my work. People, I just think that's you know, what I mean, that's cool. I ain't hiding the game from nobody. Anybody can go get it. So yeah, so nobody listened to me, but in my mind, I knew what I was doing. I'm like, bro. At first, I wanted to get a house just to, I guess, ease my mom and everybody else and make them proud. And previously, I said about the whole college thing. I was doing it for them. I kind of fell into that because I was in a not at the healthiest space of mine at the time. So I was like, kind of just want to give up a little bit. But I have this certain voice in my head. It's not myself. It's not God. It's not my negative thoughts because everybody got those. But it's a different voice, man. I call it the greatness voice because that voice always wants me to do great. Like, don't aim for something little. Let's say I'm at the gym, right? I'm like, yo, I'm going to do um, three sets of 10 on the squats. That greatness voice creep in around like the third set or even the second set and just be like, yeah, we got two more sets after the three, after the third. Then I'd be like, bro, but I said only three sets. It was like, then that <laughs> the voice come back and like, nah. We got two more. We going to make that five. Hit 50 on the most. Who's working harder than you? I'm like, yeah, you right. You right. Let's go and get it. So, yeah, so that voice creeped in. You feel me? Because I wanted the, I wanted just the house, chill out. I was going to do the house, but I thought it was like too much space, right? Then I went and I wanted, um, I was like, nah, that's too much space. So I went to lower it, but I know I didn't want to rent an apartment. I just felt I was throwing money away in a sense. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy a condo. So I was going to buy a condo. But I was going to get no regular-ass condo. Now, my condo was going to be nice as hell. So I got a super nice-ass condo. Well, I thought of getting a super nice-ass condo. I didn't get one. But I was like, that's what I was saving up for. And then in my mind, I'm like, you know, when I get a girl and all that other stuff, I'm going to rent it out or sell it or whatever it is and get a house. That was the plan. But the more days, weeks go by and all that, I knew something was coming. I was telling other people I just didn't know how to move on it. Then that same voice was like, hey, man, look into, into buying an apartment. And I'm like, bruh, I'm already trying to buy a new developed condo in Goodyear, already running it up, bands, like hella bands, damn condos was more than houses or similar to houses. But you're living just in a community, you know what I mean? A condo community. 
brand new build you own it all that i'm like yo that's good enough like why you like, like why greatness voice you want me to do even more than that he's like yeah because you can man just look it up you got this i was like damn i and the the greatness voice always leaves me on a cliffhanger bro always you know how the batman <clears throat> will do um gordon and stuff like that you know like in um the dark knight right when gordon batman and um harvey dent was on the roof when yao he went to um he went to japan try escape right when he was on that the plane talking about i had to move y'all money blah 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 this down the third so the scene is they're on the roof and then batman tells Har- harvey dent he's like if i get him to you he's like i gotta do his voice <clears throat> I got to do his voice. Hold on. Got to drink some water for this one. Batman right here. If I get him to you, could you get him to talk? Harvey Dent's like, nah, that was that good. All right. If I, damn, how do you, if I get him to you, can you get him to talk? Harvey Dent's like, if you get him to me, I get him to sing. And then, like, Harvey Dent turns to Gordon, right? And he just starts talking about, I forgot what he was saying, whatever. And then Harvey Dent, turn, once, right when he's turning back, he says this. He's like, how you get him back? And then Gordon's like, he does that. Because Batman was gone. You feel me? He just got the answer and just left. So, like, <laughs> man, man, man. So, that's kind of how that greatness voice is with me. He'll just, like, that greatness voice would just say something. And just disappear. And I can't like get him back. Like he comes when he want to come. It's wild. It's some, it's some crazy stuff, man. But but yeah. So anyways. Look up apartment. You feel me? I'm just like, oh my goodness, bro. Like I'm not I'm not born rich. I don't got money like that or whoop-de-whoop, you know? So I'm like, all right, look it up. Look it up on YouTube, find my moves, everything like that. I'm like, oh snap, okay. Okay, I can see something. I can see something. So I come up with a plan. I was like, bro, it's going to be crazy. I'm going to have to save up hella money. Hella. Hella. And the sacrifice I'm going to make is ain't going to be funny, bro. It's going to have to be like, I'm going to have to somewhat suffer. To get this. But I know this right here. Is going to protect me from any. Um, recession or. Any decline in my money. I'm going to be protected. This is like the safe net of safe nets bro. So I'm like man. Should I f- make my mom proud. And make the family proud. And just normal standards of the american dream american dream you know what i mean two car garage house and that's it settle have a good paying job or should i sacrifice hear these niggas talking my ear talking about when you gonna get a house blah 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 a girl's not gonna like you living at your mom's house da 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 this and that should i do that or should I just make these niggas happy? 
the end of the day, I'm so happy that greatness voice creeped in and told me because I didn't make them happy. I made myself happy. Me make myself happy. I made a lot of people else happy, but also I got a lot of haters too. People in the family, people I knew for a very long time. People I went to high school with, all sorts of things. You feel me? And I remember this one particular interview that Meek Mill, and he says it in the song all the time. Then I said, man, my family switched up on me and cold-hearted. You know what I mean? Cold-hearted one, cold-hearted two, cold-hearted three. He's telling you how, how you have to you have to have a, a cold heart in some situations to get through it. But anyways, yeah, he was talking about like how friends and family switch up on them and stuff like that. I remember I used to listen to stuff like that. I'm like, man, that sucks for y'all because my family and people that I know like that for a very long time, they ain't never switched up on me, whoop-de-whoop, this and that. But the thing is, I didn't understand Meek Mill's situation, and I didn't really understand mine as well. Like, I haven't done shit. I haven't done a damn thing in my life. Graduating from high school ain't doing shit. You know what I mean? And then again, I did graduate from college, even though I dropped off the second time and had a 3.2 GPA. I didn't tell nobody. Nobody knew. So it's not like I I have done anything in my life. Bless was going, but at the time I stopped doing bless. Like I explained before, like because I tied bless with that woman that's dead to me. So I kind of buried blessing that six feet hole too as well. Not literally. So don't try to come at me, bro. <laughs> it's just how I deal with certain situations. So it's not like I'm doing that murdered her or anything like that. No, just in my mind, out of sight, out of mind, basically, you feel me? But six feet deep, out of sight, out of mind type of thing, right? But not literally though don't take it like yo this nigga justin the killer nah just how my mind work so um yeah i haven't done anything so i never i couldn't i couldn't feel what he was rapping about then when i was on my when i sacrificed and trying to get it try to make it happen try to buy his apartment complex i started it started revealing itself like the hate and all that so i get the joint right i actually just passed too like i actually just passed that one year mark of me getting approved for half a million dollars bruh half a mother million dollars bro your boy got approved for blessed bro God blessed me with that. God did that. I did my little part, whatever. God did the rest. And that greatness voice is the one that kicked it off. And then also, thank God I was, I read and I'm not more knowledgeable or more smart than anybody else in this world, but I am smarter than Justin last year. I am smarter and more knowledgeable than Justin two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. I'm a better breed, a better person. Vibrant at a higher frequency. And I know where I where my life can go, where it's going to go. 
and I'm I'm in control of it. Nobody else. I'm not gonna make no one else happy but myself. And if you rock with me, you rock with me. You're gonna love me and be extremely happy for me. If you don't, your true colors gonna show. It's gonna be all good. No hate or nothing like that. Like I don't give a f about any of that. I don't got no time either. Cause we trying to build an empire over here. So we focus on this. So yeah, I get the joint right. In April, April 20th, and I always say this, man, (laughs) this ain't directed at you, but I just say this out loud. I'm like, we not the same. You're smoking weed on 420. I was closing a half a million dollar deal on 420. You feel me? We not the same, my guy. You're focused on getting high. Not me. I was focused on closing this deal. You feel me? You feel me? That's exactly what I did, bro. And I remember that day very vividly, too. Like, very clear, bro. Like, I was so happy to sign that deal, bro. I finally wrote. My signature on a big contract, bro. Huge half a million dollar contract, man. I dreamed of this stuff before. I visualized it. Didn't know it was going to happen like this. I thought it was going to be a whole bunch of different other things. Like when I was rapping, I thought I was going to have a record deal like that. You know what I mean? Or other things like an NFL deal when I wanted to be an NFL player. You know? I also, dang, I did want to be like a WWE superstar. You feel me? I didn't really pursue it like that, but I was kind of in my head, too. So, like, a contract like that or something. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Something I never thought about in my life. And nobody has educated me on bread ever. Figure this all out by YouTube University. So, shouts to YouTube. Yes, sir. Google. They're under the same alphabet umbrella, but, hey, shouts to both of them. <laughs> But yeah, so I got that, you feel me? And I did that because Shouts to my man, got gotta do this. Always gotta shout my man out. Gotta always give credit when credit's due. Shouts to my man, Alan. He used to come to um to Wells Fargo when I was a teller and we used to talk. And pick his brain about certain things and whatnot. I didn't do real estate back then. Or I didn't want to do real estate back then. But now I got entered into a real estate game. I understand what he was talking about. So shouts to my mans, bro. Shouts to my mans. Because it's either you're living someone else's dream or someone else is living your dream. Ain't no other way around it. So, but everybody do have that opportunity that choice and a chance to turn their dream to reality. And that's every dream, like the cars that you want, job, or whatever the case is, you know what I mean? I'm not going for a detail like that. So, yeah, so so I bought the, bought the apartment complex. 
And the smartest thing for me to do is to leave my cousin's house at the time. Wasn't really rocking with the vibe there. It, like, it wasn't me. You feel me? I'm an ambitious, dedicated, go-getter, crazy hustler, worth work addict, trying to get motherfucking rich, nigga. That's my vibes, bruh. Because I'm trying to be on the floor seats at the NBA Finals. Floor seats, well, field seats, fit the yard line at the Super Bowl. You feel me? Right next to the ringside next Wilder fight. Feel me? Yeah. Form, Formula One, right up there. Feel me? Kentucky Derby, right, right there and placing a crazy million million dollar bet. You feel me? Horse number 10. You know who's going to get it. I don't even I don't even know who the horse number 10 is. <laughs> I'm just talking. But I'm talking real shit into real existence. You feel me? Real talk. Kentucky Derby, all that. You feel me? March Madness, floor seats, all those games. Stuff like that, bro. That's what we're trying to get. And that's what we are going to get. That financial freedom what everybody's chasing is what I'm really creating. Ooh, you hear that? That financial freedom what everybody's chasing is what I'm really creating. Bars, nigga. I just do this, bro. I'm a wordsmith, bro. It just comes naturally. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man. So, I buy the apartment complex, right? Three unit for y'all. Um, inquiring accent If you don't follow me on Instagram That's why you should follow me on Instagram Because I post all about it bro At Justin Bless underscore Again At Justin Bless underscore You feel me When the YouTube is popping up I'm going to let y'all know I'm going to definitely put some Real estate videos in there And stuff like that Again this game is not hard to do Bro You just need two things You need bread And you need credit Good credit. Those two things, bro, you can make it happen, bro. You can work at McDonald's and get into real estate, bro. And no disrespect to anybody working at McDonald's. Oh, another side note about McDonald's and fast food places and stuff like that. Let me explain something to y'all too as well. It's going to be hard to like kind of even get a job when stuff starts getting better or whatever like fast food joints and stuff that's supposed to be like 17 15 19 18 year old type of jobs right when you go into these spots now they're much older people because they, they just stick in there and just stay in there so the job opportunities for the next generation coming up is gonna be a little bit more slim it's gonna be like you're gonna have to be an entrepreneur in a way even go to college and get real finessed. You feel me? For all that bread makes no sense. To go do something you might not even really love like that or like. You're trying to please other people. But, you know, I mean, that's a story for. That's that's neither here nor there. So we'll keep it pushing on this real estate joint. So, all right. So I bought my joint, right? Got to move up out of there. So, you know what I mean? Packed up my stuff. And moved on to my own property. And y'all definitely got to say this too, bro. Like, none of my, none of my, well, I'm not going to say that. 
my cousin Sam, the one I mentioned a lot, the one I did the More Life podcast with me, he actually offered to help me pack and stuff like that. But that day that I was moving stuff, my younger brother and my other cousin over there, they ain't even help or offer to help or anything like that. It's like, I don't know, niggas don't necessarily want you to do, to do better than them or want you to progress in life, especially in a major way. Little step here and there, yeah, that's fine. But not in a major step or a major way. And these niggas ain't even know about I bought apartment complex because I already knew how the energy was. It would be even a weirder energy. And then again, I try to share that type of news with anybody that I'm going to have to second guess if they're really rocking with me and loving, love me like that to really like go crazy. You feel it's a, it's a half a million dollar deal. This ain't no motherfucking yo, you did that or oh, good stuff or that's what's up. Oh, like no nigga This is a half a million dollars nigga I need you to do, jump around and do backflips in a way You feel me Show me that you really love me Show me that you really care And everything like that bro Because that's the type of energy I give right back to you And make sure I be like yo bro I really, I really rock with you with this bro You really did that shit nigga what And whenever I'm gonna tell y'all this Whenever a, a black person is happy for you Could be a girl could be a guy whatever but It's a guy He's a shake your hand Damn near like 10 times repeating the same damn thing. Like, nigga, you really did that. Shake your hand. Bro, I can't even believe you did that. Sh- shake your hand. Yo, nigga, when'd you do this? Shake your hand. I see you, bro. Shake your hand. Like, I'm, and I'm telling you, this is like 10 damn near shaking hands, like, you know, probably in a five minute span or so, bro. Let you talk a little bit, explain it. You say some fire stuff. Also, nigga. Sh- don't even say nothing but his hands out like nodding his head like yeah that's a nigga really happy for you bro somebody that's really happy for you i really know you know i mean other races do i just know when a black person really happy for you if it's a girl she gonna give you like crazy hug or damn near bear hug you and break your ribs you feel me stuff like that but i knew i would not even receive that because i just had a feeling like yo the vibe ain't even right so I ain't going to even like try to entertain that or try to look for their pat on the back or high fives or nothing like that. I know it's not going to be like that. I already know what the temperature was. After certain things switch and certain things happen, I was like, yo, I'm straight. I'm just keep it to myself. You feel me? And I told just a probably like three people or so. And every every person I told those three people, they were super geeked up like, Bruh, you really did that? Ah, nigga. You know what I mean? My man Doc shouts to my mans because he's the first one I seen the place in person. I brought him over there as a surprise. Didn't even tell him where we was going because we're gonna go get we get something to eat. Brought him over. I'm like, yo, remember we talking about this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. I own this, man. He's like, what you own that? And I'm like, yeah, bro, but it's three units. And he was like, when I told him that, bro, he lost it. This nigga was just cheering and just going bananas with it fireworks if he had a gun he would have been he would have been shooting in the sky you feel me just letting loose just letting loose just like that you know what i mean so shouts to my man doc bro he really like 
that's how you know a nigga's really happy for you not hating. Because he know how the magnitude of what you just have done, you know, to your life and also like to your future generations and to come. But anyways, none of that happened for me, at least at that house. And it was all good, especially when I, I was just moving, whatever, even offered to help or nothing. I'm just like, dang, all right, that's cool, whatever. You feel me? It's not, I could probably say no, but just the offer, just be like, hey, bro, you need any help? I could just put the thing in the car for you. It's not necessarily like, nigga, I need you to drive to certain places and do this and do that. Like, nah, you could help me just put some stuff in the car. But niggas ain't offered to help. It's all good. That nigga Sam did, so it's smooth. Hey, shout out to my man Sam. Sam the man, coach got him, man. Respect my guy. Respect my guy. So, yeah, I get to my place. All that moved in. Certain family members, too, man, like. Like people wasn't wasn't happy, bro. It, it, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying with the whole meek thing. I'm like, bro, that's it. It really hit, right? And some people put on a front too. Like some people are gonna be happy for you just because it's kind of like the right the right reaction to be is to be happy, but it's not necessarily the right thing. You feel what I'm saying? And that happened. And I'm just like, yo, I see you, bro. I see what it is. So, yeah, man, that family thing, bro, it's a trip. Anyways, so, yeah, bro. So, we, um, so I do that. Do my thing in there. And fast forward a little bit. So, I remodeled, did my thing and everything like that. And I had some new people move on in. Well, I was fighting, not fighting. I was advertising and all that for people to move on in. I just wanted to see the checkup on things. So I called my property manager. I'm like, hey, man, when's someone moving in? And she was like, oh, I ain't tell you? No. I sent a text. I was like, hey, man, just want to see the checkup. How did the process go with the applicants that we had? And she was like, oh, they're moving in tomorrow. I didn't tell you. I was like, what the hell you mean they're moving in tomorrow? Right? In my mind. I'm like, yo, let me call this girl. Don't don't try to play with me. Right? She picks up. I'm like, yo, don't play with me. Is that true? So like, yeah. I'm like, nah, don't play with me. You for real? She was like, yeah. She's like laughing type of thing at my reaction. Started yelling on the phone. You feel me? Yelling like a mug. Like a ha 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 Going bananas. Going berserk, bro. Jumping in my kitchen. Going all types of crazy. I'm like, yo, this is crazy, bro. Because nobody in my family, friends, nobody I know personally has done something that I have done. Definitely doing it to this level. Has done this. So I was like, yo, um. That's, that's cool that's cool all right i'm like well after i calm down a little bit i'm like yo are they like um husband and wife um boyfriend and girlfriend like what's going on she's like well i can't really disclose that because we can't it's like against law to be um what's that thing called a sexist you know what i mean or a homophobic in a way to certain things and I was like, you just saying that. I already know they gay. And she was like, well. And I was like, oh, so my neighbors are gay. And she was like, 
well, I don't know the background. I'm not here to ask or judge or nothing like that. And I'm like, me neither. Like, I don't care. You feel me? Whatever goes down with you and the things that you do, it's, I'm straight off of that. Because I'm living my lifestyle this way. You do what you do. At the end of the day, nigga, this is business. I don't care if it comes from a gay person's hand, a straight person's hand, uh, a blind person's hand. Uh, sp- this is kind of sounds like no matter how you, how you say it, there's not a proper word to say this for these type of people. And I wish there was, but there's not. You feel me? Special needs. You know, like. A special help, whatever, however you want to, however you want to like label those people. Not label in a bad way, but like, you know, what I mean, like put them in a collective group. It's bad to me, no matter how you say it. But anyways, you know, what I mean, I was telling her, I was like, yo, it don't it don't matter. At the end of the day, man, this is business. And I ain't looking at it like it's a personal thing or how I live my life. You got to live my life. You're my neighbor. I live here. I own the property. I, 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 yo, your place got to be like this. Da, da, da. Nah, bro. Yo, just treat everybody here that's living on this property with respect. Pay on time, nigga. You feel me? And if you late, it's all good because I take that bread too. But be respectful, pay rent, and take care of my property, bro. That's all I care about. I don't care what else you got going on, bro. Just don't be wilding out. So, yeah, bro. So, when she told me that, I was like, oh, word. All right. So, I get off the phone, whatever, bro. Start crying and all that. You feel me? Because... Like I said, nobody has done this, bro. Like, I don't think people understand that I'm a minority. You feel me? I know nothing about making bread, making money, having the shit come in every month. Nobody told me. Nobody's nothing, bro. I was always a hustler selling the shit, bro. What I do is how I get paid. But that's the wrong way to go about it, bro. It's about what did you do yesterday that get you paid today? <sighs> Real talk, bro. What did you do last month that get you paid this month? What you do last year that get you paid this year? And so on and so forth. That's what's about when you really get in this bread, bro. It's not about active income, bro. It's about passive, bro. So when I figure that out, and actually I am doing it, and I figured out a way to make more money than my last tennis before. Come on, bro. You can't tell me nothing. So I started crying. <laughs> crying away, my nigga. Yo, balling. Tears running down, going but but going bananas in a way. And so I'm thinking I gotta play chess, you feel me? I'm like, yo, I got to give them a a welcoming gift. Because the longer your tenants stay, the more money that you make. And you don't want like a turnover rate every year because that costs money to bring someone else because you got advertising, you got paid for advertisement. But someone just re-signed the lease and you add money to the lease because, of course, the, the, the rent markets could go up. And house prices could go up. 
that's the best bet. Somebody just resign. That's always the best bet, bro. So I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, what's some little things I can do that can help keep them? Like, I need their first experience to be great. And a first impression, you can't do that again. There's no such thing as a second. You feel me? So I got to kill it. And then again, they'll know it's me. So I just want to act like a friendly neighbor because maybe the in their mind, they think like the owner might be whatever. But the whole time, bruh, my guy, the owner right next door. Keep it a secret. Shh. <laughs> so I um one of the most expensive things when it comes to real estate is like an AC unit. Especially in Arizona, man. It might get hot out here, man. 120, 115. That sh- ain't no joke, man. 121, 125. Ain't no joke out here. So that AC could be running. And I know the last tenants ain't take care of the AC. So I'm like, yo, I got to be smart. So I got these niggas one of the white filters. The, the You know what I mean? Like the, the real nice ones. Went to Costco. Got the shim, got the joint bulk. And they sell by the threes. I believe it's like $30 or so. Way cheaper than you buying one, then go buy another one, and go buy another one every like two months or whatever. So I got them that to take care of my AC. But to them, their thing is like, yo, this this guy, this man's nice, man. He's thinking, thinking about us. I'm thinking about y'all, but I'm thinking about my bread and my pockets. You feel me? Cause the less repairs I can do, the better, especially the AC repair, man. I I'm gonna put a dent in my motherfucking pockets. Heavy. So, so yeah, man. So did that, right? Gave it to him. I can say their name or nothing like that. Went over there, gave him the AC unit, gave him the AC filter, and he's oh, thank you, man. Everything like that. I was like, yeah, I'm just your neighbor, bro. And um, hope you guys like the place, man. Everybody's nice here, and I hope you enjoy it and stuff like that. And he was like, oh man, thank you very much, and everything. Gave him that. Left. You feel me? He was talking like, yeah, hi. You know what I mean? He has had his voice kind of high, whatever. But I never seen like his dude or his friend or anything like that. So I'm like, dang, where's the, where's the other nigga at? I have never seen him. Right? So I seen him the other day for the first time. I'm leaving and I have a laundromat on my property. I'm leaving, right? I think I was going to a store or something. Yeah, I was going to a store. I see someone in the laundry room. I'm like, who the hell is that? It don't look like um the other tenant that I met. I was like, hey, that's probably the other guy. So I go over there, introduce myself. I'm like, hey, hey, what's up, man? He's like, oh, hey. And I was like, you ain't the other tenant. I said the name, right? <clears throat> and he's like, nah, I am blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, word. All right. Well, shoot. I'm Justin. I just want to um, properly introduce myself. He's like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. I was like, all right, bro. I see you. Have a good night. He was like, all right. Good night. I just walked away. I was like, damn. Hey, man. That's so funny, bro. My neighbors are gay. And I was like, that's cool, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool that we have grown as a nation to let anybody in, bro. No matter what you are, if you rock that way, you rock that way. Like, cool. 
got none against. I have none against it. I think one of the most welcoming cities of that, and no matter what you got going on, if you're like Black Panther party type of dude, like brother and all this other stuff or transgender or whatever the case might be. When I went to Seattle, they had Black Lives Matters and the the um the the rainbow flag and all that other stuff all over the place, bro. Transgender, Black Lives Matter, Obama, like everywhere, bro. But it was so welcoming because you never really felt anybody was looking at you in any sort of way. It was cool, man. Like, for real. Seattle. If you haven't been, definitely go, man. Go for the environment, the energy, and all that. And, you know, I mean, that came off of a surprise trip to for my girl. Like, it, was, it was fly. It was dope. Like, I didn't think I would like that city. I ended up really liking that city damn near top five of the place i've been to and i've been to about like 20 different places so excuse me yeah so definitely seattle but yeah very welcoming and didn't think it would you'll run into this sort of thing right well me at least me being owner and how I got here being a um apartment complex owner to actually living on property to having gay tenants to losing like respect and you know I mean certain things for family members and friends that I knew for a very long time because they finally show their true colors they didn't want me to shine they don't want me to win in my DJ Khaled voice. They don't want me to win. They don't want you to win. They want to stop us. They want to stop you. They want to keep you buried in the dirt. They don't want that diamond to reveal itself, that gem. They want you to go out there and pursue that million-dollar, multi-million-dollar idea of yours. They don't want that. They don't want you to be a doctor, go to the top school in the nation. They don't want that. They don't want that. No, sir. No, ma'am. They don't want that. My guy, my guy, they don't want that. But they're going to get that. Because you are smart. You are great. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are everything that they don't want you to know and don't want you to feel. They want you to make you feel less than them. They want. They just want to let you know that. And give you little cheers here and there. Like, hey, yeah, ooh. Little things here and there. When damn near you know it deserves more than that. Don't let that little cheer. Don't get fixated on that little cheer and make you feel what you have done is not big. F that. Don't share big dreams and big goals and stuff like that with small-minded people, people that's hating on you. Yo, they can just watch from afar. They can just watch on Instagram. 
You feel me? Because I Instagram, man. That stuff is hurting they heart. That stuff is hurting they heart, man. And that's how I'm doing it. I'm letting them know. Man, that stuff is hurting they heart, man. It's that Instagram, man. Oh, I got to play this. This is, um, Meek Mill said it right here. I'm going to put it to the mic. You funny. <laughs> Am I getting too much money? Is, is Instagram hurting your heart? Fuss that Instagram, man. That should be hitting niggas in their chest. Throwing, sing, throwing shots at me, nigga. Don't throw no shots at me, nigga. I'm getting money. You feel me? Don't throw no shots at me, nigga. I'm getting money, bro. That's all we doing. That's how we getting. And you too, whoever that's listening, man, go out there and get whatever out there in this world for you. And remember, if you got a trip that you want to take, go out there and take it. Don't matter if you're taking it alone. You're going to run into somebody great, somebody with good vibes, a good smile, a different perspective in life or whatever the case might be. You want to go to that event, go by yourself. Everybody dies off like flies or whatever on that plan. Forget them. They weren't meant to go where you trying to go and what you're trying to see and what you're trying to feel and what you're trying to get, man. Go and get and go and make it happen, man. The world is big, but it's not too big, bro. It's bigger than your backyard, so think big. Make big shit happen. You feel what I'm saying? Let's go and get it, bro. Hey, man. Man, it's Justin Bless. Justin Bless, nothing less. And I'll definitely say it like this, bro. If you thought I was talking about you, if the shoes fit, wear it, nigga. I don't care, you feel me? I'm going to live my life the way I'm going to live, and you should do the same thing. Yeah, it's Justin Bless, and we're about to sign off the podcast. Do what y'all do, bruh. Stay aware. Walk light. Don't be like them people out there, man. Don't sink, don't fail. Them rich people, they try and build a wall The haves and the have-nots Tread light, tread softly, tread smart Shoot Hey, shouts to all them blue, beautiful people out there That's supporting the pod and all that, man I love y'all Y'all do what y'all do, man Continue to grow, continue to make great things happen If you have y'all already, please follow me At Justin Bless underscore At Justin Bless underscore Rate the pod Five stars And we're gonna do it just like that man Share the pod All that beautiful things man It's Justin Bless Justin Bless Nothing less